Welcome back to another episode of the Turkey Season Podcast. I am Paul Campbell, your host. All right, listen, it is here today, Monday, February 12th. This is this is the official, in my opinion, the official kickoff to turkey season, the National Wild Turkey Federation Convention and Sports Show starts this week. This is this my my, my favorite non-turkey hunting week is this week so if you were in the nashville area which you probably are it's pretty close to to what to everything thursday february 15th start driving to music city get uh 35 bucks if you pre-register for that sports show 50 if you do it at the door i'm telling you this is a destination destination event a bucket list event with a wild turkey hunter uh here in this country even if you're not a turkey hunter if you like deer hunt it's it's unbelievable i can't stress this enough how great this show is and it's all for a good cause it all supports the mission of the national wild turkey federation so one visit turkeyseason.com click on the map Click on the shop tab. There's some cool hats, some Masio Greenleaf hats with a little turkey on it. Turkey season logo, pretty cool. We've got some bottomland hats, all sorts of stuff. We'll have some of those at the show uh, here. I'll, I'll let y'all know on social media if you want to follow me, Paul Campbell322, where you can get those. Uh, number two, thank you for listening to the Ben Lee episode. I've been very just blown away by the support uh, and the downloads. I, I can't thank you guys enough for listening to that episode and, and, and just supporting the Turkey season podcast, the Turkey season.com project that I'm working on. Uh, just a labor of love for sure. The next episode uh, today. The, so the next episode after this uh, is another Ben Lee episode. It's just the legend of Ben Lee. Just some of the wildest stories you've ever heard. Can't wait for you guys to hear that. But today straight to the point, this is, this is like a, this is like a convention I don't know, tradition for me. I didn't even realize this, but this week, last year, I released an episode with Hunter Ferrier from Spring Legion. Boom, doing it again. Except this time, he's got some friends in tow. Austin Sills, Chase Ferrier, Hunter Ferrier from Spring Legion are on the Turkey Season podcast today. What a group. Great group of guys. Great, just great brand, great heart and soul of everything they do. Just turkey hunters to their very core. And I can't thank those young men enough for everything that they do and the content that they put into this world. Check them out, springlegion.com. Just search Spring Legion on any of the social platforms. You're going to find these guys. Please enjoy this episode of the Turkey Season Podcast. Check out turkeyseason.com. Click on the map. All of the states are updated. All of the information for all 49 states with the wild turkey hunting season are updated. Please check it out. Thanks for the support. I'll see you guys next week. Come find me in Nashville if you're here. Find me on social media. You can find the turkey season on social media, the turkey season across all platforms. Find me on, on Instagram, Paul Campbell, 322 Facebook. I'm not real sure how that works. I'm on there, but find me, find me on go wild. And if you see me running around, right? I'm like six, two, six, three, I'm bald. I'm in a suit the entire week here in Nashville. You can't freaking miss me. Come find me. Look forward to seeing you guys. Thanks for checking out the turkey season podcast with spring legion. Yeah, so first, it's funny. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> I, I hopped on a uh, like a live Facebook streaming thing with uh, TFT and like yeah. Aaron Warbread and stuff like that's on there. And I got on there like really kind of like late. 
And I'm okay. trying to figure out, I've never used StreamYard before. And I'm trying to like do it. Up, so I'm just upside down, upside down, upside down. Like, what? Oh my God. It's all like, they're like, everybody like looking at their screen, like, what is happening over here? They're just like this freaking guy, man. Yeah. I'm like, I'm new. <laughs> That's funny. I do like the, I do like the background. You got the fans. What yeah. I've seen, the, uh, what are, what do you, what are you calling it? The video podcast? What are those called? <laughs> The vidcast. Vidcast. That's what it is. Yeah. Of, we got confused separating them in like these hard drives and stuff. So I'm like, we're gonna call one a vidcast and one a podcast because two yeah. different things. We're trying to upload the wrong thing to the wrong platform. It it looks good. And and you see where I'm at. Like this is this is my basement. This is a corner of my basement that I like walled <laughs> off and and I, I hopped on a work call and one of the guys like Paul, are you in trouble? Blink if you need help. He's like, you look like you're like trapped in someone's basement. I'm like, yeah, it's my own. Like it is. Hey, it I, is I, I like it though. This is, this is just like a tough shed pretty much is all it is. We, yeah. uh, well, I, I saw, stuff. I saw the ceiling of the, I yeah. saw the rafters when you, when you turned the phone up. So yeah, we had to do like put all this insulation and get it wired and everything. And nice. well, I hope it's, it's not quite yet worth what the effort and money has been into it yet, but hopefully one day it will be because other than that, it's just an office, yeah. you know? Right. <laughs> We got to kick our boots off at the door. So that's a plus. Might be worth keep it, money. Keep it clean. Now, are you guys all, you guys all working together doing real estate, right? Uh, yeah. Seals and I are. Okay. Um, so, yep. So we, uh, doing that around here and stuff. He went duck hunting on a property this morning and been showing some land and stuff like that up in the, the Delta. Some okay. Down. Nice. Chase, what do you do for a living? Uh, this pretty yeah. much. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, a little bit of side hustle stuff here and there. Just go okay. out from winter time. Uh, a little bit of lawn mowing in the summer and things of that nature, mm-hmm. and just kind of get by. There you go. So, yeah, keep keep the turkey season free. <laughs> that's it, man. I um, I know all about lawn mowing. I was a a golf course superintendent for fifteen years. I'd say you so that's my that's my background. It's is in turf grass science and um. Dude, I have like the worst lawn in the in the entire neighborhood. Like it is pathetic how <laughs> how bad it is, and and I people come over and what's that? I think that just comes with the with the territory there. It does. I mean, I left I left the golf industry in 2019, so you would think that I'd I'd care about it, but I just I, I still I still don't. So I judge other people's lawns, but I don't judge my own. So um, now, how's the How's the how's the real estate market going? It's, it's picking up pretty good. It um, uh, it was slow, I guess, really all last year, yeah. and kind of towards the end it picked up. And the first this first of the year, I went, when they <clears throat> came out with interest rates, they had dropped down. I think like the mid to upper sixes, which on some types of loans, which has sparked the market. But hoping about March, I'm hoping and I'm not hoping, but around March they're predicting when that first quarter ends interest rates to drop mm-hmm. more and should it should pick up land stuff has slowed down but it hasn't been as bad yeah. as residential stuff mm. um are you guys getting a little delay on your end or is that just me uh we can't see no so. that was perfect okay that you just answered my question <laughs> it's like uh um, well, no I think I think we're good I I like I live on I don't know, like 35 miles east of Columbus, Ohio. And so we're in like this weird little pocket of like technology, man. Like the, mm-hmm. the Wi-Fi sucks out here. The cell phone reception sucks. 
So I just switched. Um, I just switched internet providers this week, and um, if it messes up, I'm gonna lose my mind. That's <laughs> I spent a lot of money just to get like okay internet. So man, it sounds like us. The first thing we did out here was buy one of those extensions to the you know mesh the Wi-Fi's together, and of course we can't figure that out. You know we figure a lot of stuff out. I can't figure out how to get Wi-Fi over here, so that's why we're actually on the phone more. Then um then having to go through and downloading Chrome and stuff on the computer was like yeah. I can do cell phone service on the phone. I trust it more than our Wi-Fi. Yeah, man, yeah. I got one of those. I got one of those routers, like one yeah. of those big white, like what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and paid all the money for it. I connected it. I thought I connected it, and then tonight I'm waiting for you guys to log on. I look at the little bar. I'm like, son of a bitch, and it <laughs> like is just gone. It's not even on the. I don't know what it's in. It's plugged in. I walked out and I can see it lit up, but it's just not. Yeah, I, it, I feel like it's one of those things like you buy it and, and make them work for three days so you don't take them back and then all of a sudden like, nah, right. it's, this yeah. ain't really you know it's it's the house i live in now is the first house i've ever had the i've had hughes net up until this yeah. house and it was yeah. gosh dog. oh that's some real yeah. country yeah. stuff right there hughes net yeah. spring legion was built on a hot spot we can they say <laughs> he told us no yeah not no matter how much you want to pay is we're not, we're not messing with even trying to get Wi-Fi out down oh there. Oh my gosh. I've, I've, I had to upload a podcast in a McDonald's parking lot just oh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago and it is miserable, man. Like their download speeds are good, but their upload speeds. And I was like, I was traveling to Delaware for the congressional sportsman's like foundation. It's dumping snow and I am losing my mind because I have <laughs> this thing. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> so i just had to wait it out man i just I, it was like a two uh probably a two-hour process man i was just freaking out the entire time so um, austin i got i i got a question i got a couple questions for you um and i i really need complete honesty so who is the most annoying farrier brother to hunt with there's got to be one of them is there oh it's a hundred percent i don't think there's any thinking there that's it. Uh, me and Chase actually didn't hunt together <clears throat> at all. The first time was last year. Yeah. No kidding. And, and we didn't I mean our hunting styles are different, but you know, we, we kind of go listen to like feed off of one another when it's with Hunter and when he makes his mind up, you just, but you may end up with your plan, but you're going to try this first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Trial and error. That was coming. No, did you chase? Who's the, who's the better better fairy brother hunter um as far as hunting with or hunting just in general man hunting acumen who's the better turkey hunter oh taking too long i'd, I'd probably man, say, say long. yeah I, a hunter hunter beats me on that one probably oh. chase, chase might have me on mouth calling though yeah, yeah. Man. We, we we trade trade licks yeah. pretty pretty equally I, yeah, yeah. I, i'll chime in. i don't know that i've hunted with a you know, I've hunted with people that can call better than him or stuff like that. I don't know if I've hunted with a more complete, like, woodsmanship thinking ahead than Dan Hunter and all the people I hunted with just in general. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's that's a good – that's a good – yeah, that's yeah. a good compliment, man. I'm I, talking to to someone from – from I Parker McDonald from Alabama, and, and he said that he's just like, man, I just want to be known as a complete turkey hunter. I thought that was a cool statement, mm. you know, so – it's a process for sure. Um, I've got uh, Hunter. I can't remember if I told you this, but I'm doing. Uh, I've been collecting like stories for like Father's Day about like turkey hunt dads mm-hmm. and just like 
hunting with um you know hunting with your kids hunting with your dad whatever it is just because i think it's i think it's neat um and i remember the first podcast we did together last year i think um you told me about your dad like hunting with hunting with him and chase i want to hear i want to hear your perspective of you like you guys were hunting and you would say i don't think your dad would like lock you in the car but he's just like stay here i'll be back <laughs> yeah no he, he did do a lot of that but oh man chase you do that to car. you too yeah, uh, he didn't lock us in a car. But, yeah, no, 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 that's what I was saying. No. We got to tag along probably before we were able to really be tagging along to some yeah. of the hunt. He, he had a lot of patience to an extent, and then, yeah. then it was pretty much keep up if you can. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, that's, how, that's how my dad was. He'd be pissed if he knew I told this story. <laughs> here, but he, he uh, the first turkey I ever shot at, I missed, and he left me standing on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. Did I he really? I watched him come for like 150 yards and I shot at him about 80 with a 20 gauge. Oh, good. And yeah. I was up, he was upset at me. So I was upset. So he finally just left him on the side of the road. Oh, my gosh. He was just beside himself. He's like, I can't even, I can't even look at you. Oh, he felt, he felt so bad. He came, it was, now we ended up killing, we ended up doubling for my first turkey that evening. But no it, kidding. That morning was, I, it, it ate him alive. We had to go oh, take him a break. <laughs> There's several instances where, I mean, Honestly, there's there's not many times that Chase, me and my dad, all three hunted together. I don't think because once he started, you know, getting old enough to hunt with my dad, that's when I kind of I kind of got, you know, on my own a little more. Yeah. Probably at a younger age than most, just because we could hunt on the same place and stuff, and I could have a, you know, a quadrant of it, and then they would take the other and stuff. And that's when you break down woodsmanship and stuff. I learned most of it from probably just really messing up a handful of turkeys on that little corner I got to go hunt when I was about nine, you know, I feel like, um, while they got to hunt together. And it was, I mean, we are probably a little closer. We're three, three years apart, Chase and I. So there was some, you know, feelings of getting hurt when it comes down to drawing straws or who gets to shoot. Oh, yeah. And it was, a, well, I'll go hunt by myself a lot. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm not just going to sit here and watch him shoot a turkey. Why am I here? Why did I wake up this morning? You know, <laughs> once yeah. we got older, it started to understand a little more, but, yeah, there's there's a, several instances there that, you know, if it was Chase's shot, I'd get a little, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it myself. And very rarely did I do that. He'd wind up shooting one or something, and I'd be real mad. My dad would be like, "Well, there's two there. You should have just come with us." You know, <laughs> <laughs> even if there wasn't two, it's just gonna take. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. That's yeah. that's funny. Now there were times I remember, like when we when we hunt in Texas. Yeah, I'd get left in the truck. Our hunter yeah. would get left at the, you know, at the truck, not necessarily in the truck, yeah. but at the truck, you know, so, so they could, cause we mm -hmm. heard, a, heard a bird close and it's like scramble, mm -hmm. you know, we ain't got time to, to take both of y'all and get it y'all set up, yeah. like, come on, grab a hand and, and run kind of deal and get to get over here in front of the bird, you know, kind of situation I think like that. One situation in particular is probably what you're thinking of is we were in Texas and I was shooting and me and my dad popped out and we, you know, called or something, heard one and they were pretty close. And so we just kind of tell Chase to stand truck and Chase is little. He can't be six years old, maybe. No, I was, old. I know it's when he comes Seven or eight, probably. Yeah, probably eight or nine, yeah. eight or nine tops. Yeah, he hadn't shot a turkey. Probably eight or nine, yeah. maybe. Um, and so I'm seventh grade-ish, whatever that would be, I guess. Um, sixth grade, maybe. And we're going down and we're sifting through a bunch of cactuses and stuff, trying to get up on these turkeys and their goblin stuff. And we're, we're very close to them at this point. I don't know if they've answered this or what, but 
I'm kind of in front of my dad, and I'm this first turkey I killed with his brown and gold that I wound up killing a lot of turkeys with later on. But he's kind of behind me, and I'm in front of him. And I don't know if I've ever, I wanted to shoot one with a 12 gauge or something. I don't know why I was hunting with his gun, but we're getting, I mean, very, very close to him. We start hearing the horn behind us. Chase is still in the truck, and he's, I don't know what he's doing, but now he's honking the horn <clears> left and right. And I, turkey's wind up, I think, gobbling at it, kind of giving us, a, you know, a, the Rios now. You got to keep that in mind, giving us a pinpoint of where they're at to you know make a move or do whatever we needed to do but i remember looking up like i was more scared for chase than i was about not killing these turkeys when i heard the horn hit the second third i'm like oh that's it i'm not gonna have a brother <laughs> yeah <laughs> chase what were you doing man what was going on do you remember I this was, i think you sound i was I, I hit it with my, with my butt yeah <laughs> and to turn i was trying i was trying to watch the direction that they had left off at and try and see this hunt unfold like I was watching TV. And after about the 10th minute, the ADD had kicked in and I was bored. <laughs> and so, you know, we'd been in the truck 12 hours the day before. I'm sh- maybe that day. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the night, the day we pulled up there. I don't know. But I remember he had that center console mm-hmm. that you couldn't, that folded down and I couldn't. I was definitely not lifting it up because if mm. I lifted it up, all the chapstick and quarters and everything in it would have gone <laughs> everywhere. And I knew that I'd already learned the lesson there. <laughs> so I think I was, st- I was going back and forth over that, trying to get a different vantage point to try and find Hunter and my dad in this brush oh, of yeah. Texas that they were obviously South Texas out, out of sight of me, but yeah. I was trying really hard to watch what was going down. Oh, wind up killing. So I mean, yeah. I was just saying, did you did you kill him? Yeah, yeah, it would nice. have been different story probably if not. But yeah, no, I, I still had a little talking to you there. Yeah. Of, uh, <laughs> what, what in the world yeah. were you doing? Yeah, because I think I think it worried Dad that something was wrong. Right, like, he, he didn't know if he needed to get back. attention. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, somebody, come help me, you know? And he wound up kind of stopping probably around then. Just, to, I'm sure he could see you better not get on. Probably wasn't for right. Call. He probably could see, see the truck, make the sure. Truck. Yeah. Um, but I slipped on down there and shot one. Yeah, cause I remember hearing the gun because at some point I'd re- I found out how to flip the key on and roll the oh. window down to where I could at least hear y'all calling or mm. and I heard you shoot. And then after the shot, I could just about see y'all mm. pretty quick we, we after were, you got hands on the you know, the way we were because we were in this part of the road, everything's downhill from yeah. that road. It was on sure. kind of a ridge, I guess. Yeah, that's funny. But, yeah, that, that story gets told every once in a while, yeah. and, and I always get a little uh, dark gleam and, yeah. and glare at me every, from from Dad every once in a while. Like, he'll never, what? he'll never stop, right? That's a great story. Now, um, Austin, did you do you have brothers or sisters at turkey hunting when you were kids? I, no, I got a sister. Uh, she never really turkey hunted. It was me and my dad, and my okay. dad's dad. We, I was we were turkey hunting every weekend, I guess. Mummer, not I mean weekend, weekday, whatever, whatever chance we got. But yeah, yeah. I grew up with them. I didn't hunt with I didn't hunt with anybody else other than my dad or my granddad or you know by myself until mm-hmm. we were me and Hunter started. I just never went with any you know never went with anybody else. Didn't know really anybody as serious other than Hunter, mm-hmm. and he was kind of the same way I was. But no, just my dad, and my granddad. That that first hunt with Hunter, were you kind of like weirded out? Was it just was it like, oh, this is, this is not right. <laughs> no, I don't, don't remember. I can't remember. I can't remember my first hunt. We, we probably were, when we got together, like, see, we're see, being serious hunters when we're yeah. hunting by ourselves or with our dad. When we were, the first time we went on, we were probably 
I mean, screw more up. Yeah. 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 We're probably like 12. Yeah. Okay. So you guys met really young. I didn't, that, that's not, that's yeah. No, it was at my three year old birthday party. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah so we've known each other, you know, since yeah. we were one, maybe. Since you can know, since yeah. you're old enough yeah. to know, remember knowing somebody. That's cool, man. My, my best friend, uh, Kenny, we met, oh gosh, man, we were in kindergarten. And I mean, we're both 41, so it's the same thing, man. We've been growing up together and turkey hunting together. And, um, yeah, dude, I love it, man. It's a, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate, you know, the same with you guys, I get to travel all over the country and and turkey hunt, but you know, if someone asks, where's your favorite spot to hunt? I'm like, dude, at home with my son and my buddy, Kenny, like, that's it, man. Nothing else is nothing else really matters. You know, I mean, it's fun, but that's my favorite spot. So I'm with you. Um, I you, you were talking. About, I was it, I I wasn't sure how old you guys were when you first started hunting, and um, I get to take a lot of people that you know there aren't like good experienced turkey hunters. I get to take a lot of people out, and and so it's funny, man. When I get to turkey hunt with um, like with a good turkey hunter, mm-hmm. there's always that weird moment for me. It's like, okay, like are you gonna out hoot or like am I gonna out hoot? Like, oh yeah, who's gonna call? Like like like, like like the rules have been. Yeah. It's just like that weird, awkward moment, man, in the turkey hunt. Um, I got to hunt with Mike Pentecost last year. I didn't bring my calls. I'm just like, mm, stay in the truck. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to walk around and watch you turkey hunt all day. So that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. But um, what do you guys got planned for the spring, man? You guys have anything fun? I know you do. Mm, we ain't good at planning, really. Fields <laughs> is our planner guy. But um, okay. this year, I haven't really gotten into mm-hmm. it gotten into planning this year i do have the i do have the map printed out with the dates the season mm-hmm. opens and that's about as far as i've gotten yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I know I'm, I know I'm going to iowa okay the one i know of we drew well if we get drawn but um we get drawn we're going to iowa and that's really the only plans i have yeah i'm gonna delete this out of the podcast but because this is like a total shameless plug here but have you hunter did you check out my website the turkey season yeah no it was, it was pretty awesome yeah you have it to was, check that out when you're planning it's it's been it's it's i think it's pretty useful mm-hmm. i like it but you have to check that out when you're planning yeah, it's, it's like organizes all that yeah, yeah. that's cool um i forgot, forgot about that yeah super I easy man before we get yeah. to plan make sure <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it, it, it's got all down look at it yeah, it's got all the dates and like license costs and zones yeah. and tag requirements and all that and like harvest data and weather data. It's pretty cool, man. It's so awesome. I, yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, I'm going. I, I'm going to Nebraska and Texas this year. I'm looking forward to that. I've been hammering the southeast the last couple of years, man. And, yeah. and um, I just want to get. Out. I want to get. I want to hunt like the weird states, you know, like Vermont, yeah. New Hampshire, and all those. And that's all I want to do. I've never, I've never hunted the northeast that's, part, so that's, yeah, that's if I make a swing, it's going to be. That's kind of on my list of goals for this year is the northeast. Yeah. I I, I hunted uh, New York hard last year a couple of times. I went up three different trips. Um, The first couple, I mean, it, it was just, it was miserable, man. It was like 40-mile-an-hour wind, which you guys just had to the podcast about hunting turkeys and wind. Yeah, uh, or rain. I, I'd rather hunt them in rain, man, than wind. Yo, I, I mean, yeah. I'd rather hunt them in the damn dark than I would in the in the wind. I hate wind. Yeah. It makes me so angry, like un unnecessarily angry. Just I'm like actually angry. It just I don't know what I'm mad at. I'm yeah. just mad the entire time, and just 
complaining and, and it's all important. internal. Like that complaining is all internal. So because you can't control it, and you, I mean, it, yeah. gosh, it just enough breaks in it where you think you might could, and just frustrating because otherwise it's a pretty day, and it's just feel like you might as well just not have gone, or yeah. you know, I'm like, what am I doing here? I mean, and you can't change it, you know. I'm not a fan of wind, especially no. at recent, you know, on the on the limb. Oh no, it's the worst, man. And that's how every the last couple of times I've hunted Alabama, it's just been like the worst weather. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, I, I just I left this in Ohio to come down here. Yeah, it's 44 here. and windy. I I so last last year I um I I I think it's I was like I don't know man like the last week of the Alabama season I was down there. And I needed some luck. I was just like down on myself and, and, and Hunter, I opened your, I opened your book. I'm like, I'm just going to read a little bit of the, and, and the first line I read was about like basically sucking at turkey hunting and how that, that day is going to be terrible. And <laughs> like, it's, I, I, I should like quote it. And I just like shut your book and just said, I'm like, I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> like it was, yeah, it was basically like, you're going to get beat by the turkey and that's just how it is. And I was like, that's not what I wanted to read. <laughs> Need some motivation here and that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you totally <laughs> freaking buzzkill, man. <laughs> Just write a page next time for here, Paul. This is the pick me up. It's like you're gonna yeah. be great, buddy. <laughs> you roll on the match yeah. skate balls. Like, what's gonna happen here? You're gonna get beat. Yeah, right. I just throw All the right. across the room. <laughs> so, and I did. I did get beat. I actually yeah, shot. Yeah. Missed, I shot at and missed a turkey uh, oh. next day, which I was just like, you know, I'm going home. Mm, so. It's rough. It is rough, man. I, I'm you guys just did a podcast like spooking turkeys. I mean, that is yeah, yeah, missing turkeys. That is part of it, man. But it yeah. is like it cuts your heart out. And this, I mean, you get over it, but it takes a while. It does. Yeah, I'd rather like it just get whooped than yeah, oh yeah, like swing and miss. You know, like at least I walk out of the woods with a smile. You know, if I get whooped, I yeah, I miss. I just like crawl out. <laughs> like, happened, I failed him. Like I just he was. I mean. Everything worked, but yeah. I didn't do my part. Like I'm, I'm the one who lost. I lost instead of him winning, and that's not a good feeling. No, no, it's not, man. And the internal monologue that you have after that with yourself is, like, oh, yeah. usually, it's usually pretty bad. Like I don't know, it is for me at least. So. Y'all think I get rough? You know, if something goes out of whack. I'll imagine what I tell myself in my head. Yeah, stuff going out of whack because oh, myself. Austin, does he that freak out when when things don't go his way in the woods? Oh, he don't freak out, but you can see like a light switch flip. Like he goes from having no good morning to like <laughs> don't yeah. even look at me. Yeah, yeah. get serious yeah. at times. But and no. I can mess up the hunt just as much, and and, and that switch will happen. And How about I about say the body know. language is the same no matter who messes it up. Yeah, if he messes it up, somebody else does. But it's like a you can tell. Like, well, we either need to go home or just gonna have to be ready to deal with Hunter for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> no one talk. Just keep your eyes down. Try to, yeah, try to stay optimistic and stuff, but if, if it's user error in a hunt, I get pretty annoyed. I'm like, I could have avoided that. Or or if we just, I mean, I could just choose to, I mean, I'm, I like having the ball in my hands, obviously, but like, I like to be, if, if we're going to pick the wrong ridge, I want it to be my fault and not somebody else's fault, you know, because then I, if it is somebody else's fault, I feel like, especially if I don't know them as well as I know them, you know, I'm definitely cool with it. I and mean, it's just a part of it. Like, you're going to pick the wrong ridge, probably. 50% of the time, yeah. you know, but yeah, it's just, I want to, I want to win just as bad as anybody, but yeah, I, I mean, I've learned to expect a lot more, you know, parameters to go haywire. Even, even now after hunting 20 something years that 
a lot of it's inevitable and a lot of it's unavoidable. It just won't happen. Yeah. I took my, my nephew out, um, two years in a row. I've been, and he's 16 now on his turkey hunt for your know, first couple of turkey hunts. And, um, last year, man, our, our, we were on some public land, just a, just a nasty, just river bottom and, um, a bunch of hens and, and, and worked and they brought a gobbler and I mean, they're 40 yard or 40 feet from us and they're just yelping and gobbling and they're walking right to us and he's shaking like a leaf and then it gets real quiet and one gobbles real loud real close and he like he like turned I, I don't know if he turned or jumped i don't know what it was i'm like right behind him and and i've got he was using my browning and the the button to cycle the shells on, on the bottom oh, and he, he hits that with his knee and that thing like just racks another one my <laughs> eyes like get real big i'm like give me that gun and i'm like <laughs> i just racked the shell and i like hand it to him and I could hear turkeys like putting and running. And I was like gritting my teeth to the point that like, I was, I was surprised I didn't like just shatter all of my teeth. I was so <laughs> mad, but I wasn't mad at him. I was just mad at the situation. I'm like, Bro, I'm mad at him. like yeah, I'm just oh. like, oh, I'm, I'm getting mad about it right now. Just thinking about it. I mean, yeah. You know, 18 yeah. months away, but That's a good, I mean, that's a good point. I, I get mad at stuff happening. If, if, my, my bestie can hang on something and i would get just as mad if something like that would have happened just mad that this circumstance is going on right now because it was anything that was controllable and we didn't cover that base and we didn't think about this and it's some mental you know turkey hunting stuff and it's it's personal i mean if he outwits you he, he beat you at something you were trying to beat him at and it just you know eats at you yeah it does man that's absolutely right it's the the disease gets you from the inside yeah. out, i guess at that point so you still uh, wait for him and he doesn't walk where you thought he might walk that's one thing but like when you when you try something and he outdoes you he outperforms you out, you know it'll get under your skin but you gotta yeah. it's gonna happen more times than it ain't no that's it um do you, do you guys hunt you get osceolas have, have you guys all tagged one of those Yep. Yeah, I'm sure. I, yeah. I got my first one last year. Um, oh man, it was awesome. Yeah, I I went down to like hunted some public down in the south, and um, you know, I'm from Ohio. I'm from Central Ohio, right? We don't have anything remotely like what I I got. So I got there late, and then you know I didn't get to scout, and then you know I start walking out, and I see I'm like, oh they have bears in florida that sign says there's bears here i had no idea there were bears i'm like okay bears alligator snakes like what else am i gonna see and the sun comes up and i was just like i I just stood there i'm like oh wow this is this is crazy (laughs) i loved it man it was it was wild but um i saw a uh a panther really really yep yep i uh or like mountain lion whatever you know whatever they call them down there it's um i i i am a uh a fan of the tube call. I'm a, a student of mm-hmm. Cus Strickland. You know, oh, yeah. when, when times are desperate, man, I'll pull that thing out and just like, I almost pass out. I hit it. I hit it so hard, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 but it, it works, man. And really? I, I hammered that thing and the craziest like scream. I, I like, that's all oh. I can say. It was like a scream. And I turn and I look and this thing was like running through the, through the, like the brush. I'm like, I don't even know what that was. Oh, and I God. stopped at this little shop later and, and the lady asked me, you know, seen turkeys or seen any deer and, She's like, you see anything weird? I'm like, yeah. And I told her that same story. And she's like, yeah, that was, that was for sure a panther. She's like, yeah. you probably scared it. And it didn't know what it was. And it was <laughs> running away from you. And then she's like, or it was hunting you. I'm like, uh, oh. And it was wild. It was cool. Yeah, it's an eerie feeling. Yeah. It is. Lady screaming in the woods, you better be, get your head on a swivel quick. 
And yeah, that's right, man. And I, so I took right after that happened, I took my phone out and I thought it was like, I, I wasn't sure what it was. So I set, I was going to set my phone up in this tree and I was going to like, like hit the tube call again to see if I could get that, that thing to like to mm-hmm. scream. And so I'm, I'm reaching my phone up to set my phone in this tree and there's a, a snake skin in, in the tree. Like my hand touches it. I almost pass out. I'm like, this is too much, man. I gotta, yeah. I gotta this calm down. It is. I can handle just about anything. Yeah. But a snake. Oh, yeah. Still takes a snake. I, not much bothers me in the woods outdoor at all. But a snake yeah. will just. That's like what you guys deal with in Mississippi with the cotton mouths. Yeah. yeah. We got a good bit of them. Some copperheads and some rattlers, but a lot of cotton mouths, moxins, you know. No, nah, man. But I mean, are- they just kind of happen to live in the swampy areas and creek bottoms and stuff that most turkeys are hunted in you know we don't have a bunch of just you know just fields pasture land we have some but it ain't you know if you don't hunt turkeys you're gonna pretty much be in some, some swampy stagnant water at some mm. point gonna be a lot of cotton mouse around mm, it's a hard no for me man they don't bother me which is i think it's just a gene you know if i can see them they don't bother me it's like that cotton uh cotton mouse foot off like a musky yeah, smell and yeah. the worst don't it bothers me when you can smell them but you, you don't know where they, they are yeah. that's no. right no 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 i i have like a like a tremendous sense of smell and that would keep me out of that entire <laughs> i would just get out of the truck like <laughs> yeah. mm, not here today <laughs> i don't yeah, see i don't know man i've never i i've never had like um when i was down in florida in the swamps man like i was by myself it's pitch black you know you have that like mental conversation with yourself like you're not gonna die you're gonna be all right just keep walking yeah. and if i could smell snakes no nah, <laughs> <laughs> like i i couldn't overcome that there's zero mm. chance that would happen so yeah um, i was in i was in tennessee a couple years ago and like opening week it was just cold and nasty and it was like the first like little bit of sunshine that day and i was on top of this ridge and i step over this tree and I'm, and I'm going down and I see something like coil up and I'm like, Oh, buckle up, man. Like I knew what was going to happen. And I stepped on a rattlesnake, stepped on it. I mean like full weight step on this rattlesnake and it was so cold. I think it was kind of like groggy. Yeah. It wasn't like super aggressive. Right. And I'm just like screaming like a, you know, a 300 pound girl as loud as I could. I'll, I'll admit it. And I stand there and I'm looking and it just is staring at me and it's coiled up. It didn't rattle. And I just like, I just backed away. Like, <laughs> just, uh-uh. you know, and I, 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 I found me. Yeah. What's yeah. that? So that's probably where you would have found me when you come, yeah. when you come yeah. looking for me. And yeah. I was telling that story at camp that night, and someone's like, why didn't you shoot it? I'm like, man, that snake like could have bit me. And it chose not to. So in my yes. book, we're good, man. I do your thing. <laughs> so I, I took, I bet I took 50 steps and I kicked a pig out of a fallen tree, like the hole in the ground. <laughs> this big old boar jumped up. I thought it was a bear. I was shook up, man, on that ridge. And oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, like I was I real. Yeah, it disassembled me pretty good. That was that was tough, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't have that in Ohio. So I'll I'll, yeah. I'll see So I um I want to ask you about uh, Hunter. You and I have talked about this, but I want to get kind of your perspective, Austin and Chase, about like like Spring Legion because I'm mean, what you guys have built collectively, you know, with your brand and your company and. And kind of, you know, just the, the heart and soul behind yours. It's it's authentic as anything I've ever seen. Uh, and and 
I personally enjoy it. And I, a lot of people enjoy it too. And so I see the hard work and I see, you know, what you guys have done and, uh, you know, and, and Hunter, you and I talked about like that first conversation that you had with Austin. So Austin, tell me about that, man. You know, when, when Hunter came to you and said, Hey, I want to start this, I want to start this thing, man. What was that well, like for you? It's kind of cool. Cause, um, so we both, when we graduated Mississippi state, we both went to work together, um, at Sanderson farms and talking about growing up hunting with my granddad. Um, we were actually before work one day sitting in his old, he had a mobile home there <clears throat> and uh we were sitting in the driveway of that trailer where i grew up turkey hunting just listening to see you know it had to be i guess end of february yeah listening for turkeys and and i and i've told it before but you can knowing hunter as long as i have i can tell when he's got something rolling something on his mind and i could tell we were just sitting there listening and he you know he mentioned it and i was like well you got the idea i was like my mom's got a commercial grade monogram machine is like order some mm. blank hats and see what we can do and that was a train wreck for the first year yeah. <laughs> and then finally got it going but like you like you mentioned earlier everything he did to start the company came off a hot spot in a yeah on mobile home and both you know we were both working full-time jobs mm. that were the full-time jobs were high hour jobs so yeah. it was like i remember the first season we did podcast um, I don't think we recorded one that wasn't between the hours of like 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. Right. Yeah. Just because we were having to work. Yeah. Then we got off work, get our stuff done, and then get that. You know, that was, a, that was the free time we had. So mm-hmm. it, it was a lot of long hours. Yeah. Chase, how'd you get roped into all this? Who? Um, I didn't ask him. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> much of an ask. It was more of a. You get uh, Dad said I could help. <laughs> about about week three or four of him. So we lived together in this rundown shack of a trailer yeah. on the backside of my parents' house uh, property. And um, I mean it's 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 rough. It's it's not pleasant place it, to live. Yeah, it, I, it was free. Well, yeah, and yeah, that's all worth every penny that mattered. But yeah. you know, I, he had cleared everything off the kitchen little little kitchen table which sat about two folks mm-hmm. and um you know he had stayed up a few nights and you know I, I was working and you know every morning i'd get up some mornings and get you know cut the coffee on and he'd still be sitting there and i'm like he's he got something brewing and uh i said what you you know what you working on he said hey he told me nothing for, yeah, I didn't want to for a couple days before, he was yeah. like oh nothing just just work you know and i'm like you work for a chicken farm. You ain't gonna <laughs> stay up all night counting chickens. I know that. Like, uh-uh. So eventually, we were sitting there eating dinner or something one night, watching the ball game or something. He threw me a hat that him and Seals had made, and he said, "I think we're gonna sell hats." And I said, "All right. How are we gonna do it?" You know, kind of. We had a little. I'm like, kind of. You, you're crazy. All at one time, and. I got, you know, I, I back it all at the other time, you know, and, and really just started hunting, you know, kind of with the idea of what we could do with it. And I mean, it's amazing. It amazes me to see how it has grown and it, it got out of the little eight by eight living room yeah. of that rundown shack trailer that we were living in. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we, first, we, when he sold the first hat, mm-hmm. which was to a, mutual friend of our or a friend of y'all's mm-hmm. buddy i guess a yeah. mutual friend i know of who buddy. he was he didn't and nobody for the first probably six months knew we were 
I didn't know. It was like December, probably before we sold. That's what I was gonna hit on. It was uh, it was on in the it was on in the turkey season, Mm -hmm. and because I remember we were at a banquet, and uh, me and you were together. It, it right there in Raymond, and mm-hmm. we saw the guy wearing it, and still oh, yeah. had no, told nobody, yeah, what, you know who it was or whatever. He, I guess he just saw the logo and yeah. thought it was cool. But we, I saw that, I was like, hmm, look at here, mm-hmm. yeah, might be doing saw something. One, yeah, you know? saw, saw, saw one, and I was scrambling around because my our dad works for the post office, and I was trying to figure out how to in the world to ship one, how to. I mean, I, I had to. I opened up my laptop to see like how to start an online business, and like Google was like, you must have internet to search Google. <laughs> <laughs> figure out how to get online you know i mean it started from there but i mean since then I'm, i mean i've had to you know fight trademark lawsuits and stuff i've had to be the lawyer he's had to be this and that and you know our own accountants and everything i mean literally from the logo to making the hats to doing all that we I mean, we just had a hand on all of it we've done you know we still do all the editing we still do he does all the fulfilling of the orders and stuff and all the inventory and stuff and you know a bunch of I mean, everything we do we still do all of it. I, I manage the website still you know yeah. most time from a hot spot i'm used to it and automatically connects and that's where i'm at and i run it off my phone and you know to move stuff around and try to do things and all that good stuff and but it's still you know 100 percent just pretty much us three just figuring it out there's a lot of stuff we're figuring out you know, right before we called you podcast and video wise and stuff that we had no idea how to do it, but we just press start and go and see what happens and half of it works, half of it don't. And then we just yeah. kind of go. Well, and I'll, I also remember like, so for the first, I don't know how long, while we made every hat. Yeah. yeah. And when we first, no kidding. Two, not two years ago, it was three, maybe three years ago. I just got a, like a, pop-up memory we were still making hats three yeah. years ago in that in that spare bedroom of your mom but i remember when we got when we were able to place the first order of just getting yeah. the hats already made they came in embroidered nice it was oh, and yeah. I, yeah. my mom's probably the most happy oh, yeah. on the planet because again like talking about doing podcasts like we were making hats from like yeah all night long and i know when we finally got out of there my mom was like oh, mm-hmm. i can sleep so that thing ain't <laughs> quiet yeah no they're not are they that's funny. So when, when you started the podcast, um, were you guys just running by yourself to talking? Were you getting guests? What was kind of your, your tactic there? Yeah. I mean, I bought like a $20 go mic at Best Buy and plugged it into my computer and come to find out we didn't even connect it yeah, to the computer. The we whole, recorded on the you computer had, mic. You had borrowed my computer cause it had the hookup. Yeah. It was like an old $200 trail camera computer. But it had the right plug-in for this Mikey ball. Oh, I'm gonna spend another twenty dollars. Uh-uh. Right so, <laughs> yeah. And then we realized about halfway through, we looked down one time, and the mic wasn't even plugged in. And we compared the audios. We haven't been. And they were the, the exact yet. same. We ain't used the mic yet. <laughs> oh my god! But we thought it sounded awesome. Oh yeah, it sounded real good. So, um, that's funny. And now what that about like I don't. Is it? I mean, I think we just somebody said you don't need to start a podcast, and this was before the book or anything. Like, we got some stories to tell. We'll yeah. try it. Yeah, you know, and googled how to how, how to start, how to start a podcast. <laughs> you know, gosh, man, thank goodness for Google, right? Yeah. Um, have you gone back and listened to the, to some of those like original podcasts just to see Ooh. like the growth and how far you've come? I had to not long ago. I was trying to make up a little bit for the 
intro. Yeah. We're coming up on our 100th episode. And I was going to try to find a couple of things. I was like, man, we thought we were good. Oh, congratulations. We were, we were not. I'm like, they, ain't nobody going to notice this little skip. And it's just like a solid talking. It changes like now we've gotten up and moved chairs. Now you're <laughs> talking to it. And now you're on the other side of it. And it's, yeah. you know, I didn't know what, you know, loud normalization was or, you know, EQ filter type stuff and nothing that I know now. So I thought I was, that was it. I know yeah. how to cut drag and paste and i was i was like i'm, I'm a wizard i know That's our first it. five and six and we did took Jeez. forever because trying to get we'd get the mic set where we needed it and when you take it you know take it off the settings would change and we'd spend the oh, two yeah. hours trying to get it back where you could just when i say we had no idea it. what we were doing yeah. we had no idea what we were doing yeah and we I, didn't have a buddy either to call and say right, like, yeah. hey how do you do this? anything yeah is there any you know shortcuts mm-hmm. Cause we we're spending a week trying to get a mm-hmm. podcast out, you know. Every proud night. of that. You're proud of those when you finish them, though. Very that's proud. That's a lot of work, man. And they were still rough as could be. Yeah, i i did uh, I did one of these turkey season podcasts with uh, with Dave Owens, and when when we started, it was I I I wanted to show this to him, and it's it's in the video. It was pretty neat, and then I left it in the podcast. But I, I I shared my screen, and I I went back on his YouTube to the very first video that he had ever uploaded uh, onto YouTube, and it was like it was like ninety seconds long, and it was pitch black. You couldn't see anything. It was like terrible recording, um, and it, and we watched the entire thing, and he was just like, oh my, and then we talked about you know kind of like the entrance to. You know, the yeah, the Pentody Pro. It was, it was, it was cool, man. Just seeing him like reflect on it, and it was the same thing. I wanted to hear. I should have loaded up like your very first podcast, and we, we could have all <laughs> listened. We to have it. videos of them. We we used to video them on our phone, and yeah. like I, I almost went. Through, I was like, I need to delete these because they're you know garbage. But I'm like, dude, I like seeing that. Like they'll come up with stuff, and like, yeah, just understand that's where we were. Yeah. You know, we might not be great, but we have come light years on figuring out how to plug in the mic. That's a, that was a step. <laughs> that's it you know, man how to turn it on we went three without turning it on <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny i i went back and and i i'm i'm i'm, I'm over 100 podcasts now um but i went back and listened to the first couple few i'm like oh my god yeah. <laughs> it was this is hard to listen to but and you know what that's just that's just that's just authentic right i mean none yeah, of us yeah. are good at anything when we first start man and 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 i thought it was yeah I mean, that's neat, man. How far you guys have come. So still more to go, right? I think oh, you know, yeah. next time we'll be able to to look at <laughs> look at yeah. each other. Like Yeah, we might figure out how to flip the say, yeah. yeah. I took a picture of it. Here, it's you're looking at you like this. Oh, it's hilarious, man. It's 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 uh it's good stuff. Um so you so you started the podcast. Um when when did you decide you wanted to write a book? Um I'm sure you get asked that a lot. <laughs> Actually, I mean, everybody's really asked when I decided to, I guess, really. Um, now, I got COVID and I guess that was 2020. And I, I mean, I, I'm a fidgeter. I like to do things. I can't sit still. And um, folks have, you know, poked at it a while. I need to write one. And I, I mean, I do like, you know, turkey hunting literature. And that's always been a big part of my preseason regime was, um, you know, reading, you know, Colonel Kelly stuff and Gene Nunnery and whatnot. Just to, uh, around January, really more than actual preparing for hunting and stuff in late February, listening and scouting and stuff. But um, now I was, I mean, I was cooped up for two weeks. It was, it was around Christmas. I, I know I, was, I think it was Christmas it was Eve. Two days after Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And then because um, they went hunting 
uh, quail hunting a couple of days after Christmas. I, was, I told them about them. I'm going to write a book about, you know, <laughs> some of this stuff. And, you know, I had to get it out by February and I did. And I mean, that was all, I mean, I edited it, typed it. I mean, I, I mean, just going back to, since we're on the topic of, you know, stuff, I mean, that was all done on Word on the same computer. Spring Legion started on, literally, I had like old pro sitting out with a measuring tape, measuring how far to space to make it look like a book. And it's just like, in a, I just changed the the uh, dimensions of a piece of paper and then I had to like wow. count it like, it's like 36 lines if it's a full page. And then if it's a half page, go 21 lines. And I just space it out, space it out, space it out. And then I just, once I got one page, I started typing. But that's all self-published, self-edited, self-everything. And there's yeah. still grammatical grammatical errors and stuff in it that will be there probably forever because I ain't going to Forever. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, got a the, COVID- I got the first draft yeah. here of the Ballad of a Turkey mm-hmm. Hunter and it just oh, looks yeah. like a paper that you wrote in college. Yeah, I would like, say it's just <laughs> written, in, written in crayon for half of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ours are reversed. That's funny, man. A COVID, a COVID fever gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Oh, and I got the problem written. Yeah, and I, I don't think you told me about it. Yeah, until the end of your COVID span, I finally was able to go over there and you know catch up mm-hmm. on work because I mean we couldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's that was, where all everything was. I didn't want, like, want to like mess with inventory or everything, yeah. you know. And like didn't want to send anything out because people were dying left and right. And yeah. well, you know. Before we knew much about it, right? Yeah. And I walked in the day I could, you know, masked up and everything yeah. still, gloves on and whatnot, probably. And I said, "What, what did, what did you get accomplished while you, we were, you know, done?" Thinking he would have ordered a hat or something, you know, created a new design yeah. for a hat. And he said, "I think I wrote a book." <laughs> like he wasn't even sure that he did. At the oh point. yeah, he's like, "I think I wrote a book." And I'm like, "All right, well, yeah. which was had- was not even half of it." The the hard part in figuring out is not typing. Hey, I don't know how to type. I still type like this. I type both books just like this. Did not take typing. And, um, but B was editing because I made a C in every English class I've ever got. And then, um, I actually sent it, sent, uh, I sent one to Seals. And it's funny because Seals sent it back about three hours. And no, that's good, man. Publish <laughs> now, that. Now, in my defense, I was sitting on beer stand <laughs> yeah. and sent it. So I did. Um, I mean, I read it, but I don't. You, but he, he said, couldn't catch the, and I sent it to our buddy, Tate, who was an honors English, he was smarter than us, so yeah. I sent it to him. I better send Tate to be my editor now. And he re- sent back with red stuff everywhere. He was like, yeah. oh, I ain't right. And so it was like, no, it looks pretty good to me. <laughs> I was like, we were in the same class. So I, thought, I thought it was pretty good, too. I was just going with a message. <laughs> message yeah. There. No, we had no uh, idea how to do the grammatical stuff. So we sent it to our buddy who was in honors English, and he, he, he knew a little more than we did. That's funny. So did you actually read it on the deer stand, the entire thing? Yeah, I know. I really did. Oh, wow. I was, I was sitting there. I, I don't know why, but for some reason he got there early. was on a box stand when he sent it to me around 12, 1 o'clock. It's like, as soon as I sit down, I'm just going to yeah. read it. But no, I really did read it. I just nice. didn't catch any of the grammatical. I got, what's a comma splice? Right. I, don't, I, mean, <laughs> I still don't really know. Right. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> That's funny. Um, that I mean, that book, I mean, people people kind of latched onto that, didn't they? Ballad mm-hmm. of Turkey Hunter. Yeah, no, yeah, it was a best other day one on Amazon, and it was, yeah. I mean, it, it propelled it pretty good. It missed all because I, I do keep tabs with uh, some other, you know, writers and stuff. And, um, Mr. Brent, he'll, he'll kind of inquire, you know, not necessarily confidential info, but, you know, ask how, 
you know, books are doing and stuff to see kind of gauging what's working, what's not. And turkey hunting literature is kind of a guru at it. And he said, you know, ballot turkey hunting is, you know, sold substantially more than a lot of other ones that are, that I, you know, have on the shelf. Yeah. If that makes sense, which is wild to hear. Which I, I mean, I still get kind of like weirded out folks compared to some of the greats, you know, writes like somebody insulted me one time said I write too much like Tom Kelly. I'm like, <laughs> Thank. I mean, I don't know what to say, but you know, I wish I wrote more like him. I promise, because he, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of the stuff's way better. But, um, and that's I mean, I, I didn't do a lot of reading when I was a kid. So, I mean, if I've read a book and he probably wrote it, and it, it's always been about turkey hunting and stuff, and uh, it's just how I, I read and write and stuff. Is I'm a long-winded person, so I mean, it's I mean, my writing style's no different. It's going to be, you know remembering details after the sentence and that's when we get typed up within the sentence and that's just how it happened. Yeah. What, um, how, how long, like when you're like, all right, I'm going to write another book. I mean, was it, you saw the success and you're like, yeah, all right, you know, there's a market for this. People like this. I still have more to say or, I mean, uh, no, nah, I mean, not really. I mean, it was written in memoriam of my son, William passed away, uh, in 2022. A week or so after he was born and i really had no intention of writing another book but i had written a bunch of stuff prior to that that would have gone to him um and not been published and i was i wanted to publish what had been written so i had to clean it up you know make it a book again and then wanted to publish it in memoriam of him and that was really the motive of it i don't know if i'm gonna write another one um but it was just some stuff that i had written down or stories i wanted to write in the meantime, that wind up, you know, making the cut. Yeah. Austin, you're up, man. Get that, get that laptop fired up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, book three. Yeah. I don't know if I have the attention span to sit down and write a book. <laughs> it's, it's fun. I, I enjoy writing. So it's not like a task task. I do like talk. Like I like, I like writing and I like taking notes. If that's, you know, it's kind of weird, but I don't like, I don't like the fact some things are now, auto transcribed and stuff like that our, po- our podcast is auto transcribed if i want to write a book in a week i could take three episodes and have it you know a book like that and it's just stories we set on podcasts and everything's correctly organized and grammatically correct and stuff and could publish it and probably make just as much money but i don't like that i like you know telling the story and depicting every single word and stuff like that and how you get to even these videos even storytelling with your mouth you don't really get the mental aspect of what was going through your mind as much. Yeah. As, as much as just getting a point across. What, um, when you, like when you, I, I guess, like, who did you take some, like some inspiration from? Obviously you said Gene Nunnery and, and Colonel Kelly. I mean, who were some of some of those other guys that, and for all three, I mean, who are some of those, those older content creators, if you will, whatever you want to call them, that, that inspired you guys? Mm. which i'm not good at consuming content as much mm. as i am trying to you know i like to make things more than watch things or listen to things. i mean i, I mean some of the old i mean there i mean there's so many i still think the best turkey hunters in the world are folks who nobody knows it's just, absolutely you know, one of those things that, that the good good ones are you know pretty tight lip that's that was a i mean as a trait of good turkey hunters is folks who don't talk about turkey hunting that much until they're yeah. asked you they get offended if you ask them how many they've killed or seen or heard you know they're like you know we don't talk about that in a you know 
in a cafe, you know, when other folks are around. Um, so, but it's, I mean, you know, obviously our dads and stuff, but man, I mean, really and truly it's just the, the development of a relationship you can build with the bird itself and the spring woods. That's why it's a spring legion, not Turkey legion. It's just the spring woods itself is, um, it's an ode to, you know, Colonel Kelly putting legion in the name of it. And a lot of that was an excuse to tell folks about him. If, if folks wanted to ask about the name, give you an opportunity to tell them to go, hey, go read this book. That's what turkey hunting is kind of is. That's what, you know, if you, if you get this in the, in the, the, the uh, beginning stages of your turkey hunting career, you're going to be all right because you're going to understand it and see it through the eyes of something like that and listen to it with the ears of, of somebody in that mindset, which is important because in the world of content now, um, you can go to YouTube and type in turkey hunting. You're going to get 67,000 results. And the one you pick to watch is going to have a lot of influence on you. Yeah. Hunting yeah. That's the only reason we kind of want to throw our hat in the ring content side was to, you know, do our own thing instead of trying to do somebody else's thing and stuff. Like, I mean, we, we will get in a, a, a pissing match with Dave Owens on video and turkeys, you know, like we're going to lose every single time. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we're just going to do what we're going to do. And then if it, if it works good, if it don't, it's okay. You know, we're going to do that anyway. Um, it's just, you know, it's a new age. So that's, that's why we're getting into it. We're not great at it, but we're great at podcasts. We got kind of good at podcasts we're sitting around top, you know, 20 pretty regular, not a little higher and a lot of charts. And, you know, a lot of folks don't know that was filmed, you know, recorded on a computer, a computer mic that wasn't plugged in, you know, <laughs> folks don't have to know that, but yeah. we're up telling them about it and telling them about the process. Cause that's the, the cool part to it is uh you know how much we don't have figured out is just as cool as how much we have figured out yeah man i'm i, I like your you know kind of your your perspective that i mean the the content that people create is is you know it's the new way for a lot of people to mm -hmm. to engage with this with this pursuit and, and with this community and um yeah man colonel kelly that guy He's one of a kind, you know, yeah. and, and I mean, cause just came out with a podcast today. I haven't listened to it. Uh, I'm really like, you know, I'm, I'm like a terrible, like hunting content consumer. Um, but it was, I know it was about, it was about Colonel Kelly and kind mm -hmm. of like the, the, the rules of engagement, I guess, as a, as a turkey hunter. It's neat, man. I think it's a neat conversation to have. And, and unfortunately it's become like a, a kind of a contentious conversation to have for, for a lot of people, which I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I asked Dave, I said, is there a right way to kill a turkey? And he's like, he was very, very diplomatic in his answer. He's like, there's definitely a wrong way was, was mm -hmm. it, you know, there, and I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And, and I shared a, um, a clip that, that Tom Kelly had, had said years ago. And it was basically, um, don't cheapen the process. Yeah. You know, don't cheapen the animal. Don't cheapen the experience. Don't cheapen the process. I'm like, that's it right there. Like that's, right. that's all you need to know. So don't do anything that makes it easier because it's hard. And yeah. that's as it should be, I think is the way he, he put it. So. And that's kind of the, the motivation behind a lot of our stuff is like, we're, we're about to get into making gear, which is kind of a, a big oh, hill. Yeah. We're about to have to climb this, our next step. And it's a lot's coming out this year. Um, we're not just doing t-shirts anymore. We're doing stuff. You're going to take hunting. And um, so that's been, I mean, yeah, I think when I mean, we sat down and I told them about it, I said, number, you know, rule number one is we're not going to make anything that's going to make turkey hunting easier, period. You know, yeah. that's all. I don't care how much money is going to put in our pockets. We're not making turkey hunting easier for anybody. If we do anything, 
hopefully it'll make them better turkey hunters. We might provide some stuff through lessons learned the hard way through, you know, hindsight of situations that work correctly and stuff like that or stuff that we found enables you to hunt farther, hunt, you know, longer and go, you know, hunt a turkey that you otherwise wouldn't even get to hunt. But the, what you do with that battle is going to be in their hands. We're not making anything that can be sold on the shelf. It's going to make turkey hunting easier for anybody because they're going to miss out on, you know, the good part. Don't dilute the, the fun part, the, the yeah. experience at all. Cause that's the opposite of what we want to do. Yeah, for sure. Those, those gators that you guys have come out with, mm-hmm. oh. That's pretty sweet, man. You're cutting into my NWTF convention budget, man. With those, yeah, so. yeah. we're gonna have them there. <laughs> yeah, that's good. What else? You, you all your hats, all the shirts, the books, and your booth was pretty impressive last year. I'm not gonna lie; it was yeah. it was pretty cool. Yeah, they set up a lot of it. This year, different this year, we're sending Hunter out. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. not invited back. Thanks. You guys were big time that last year. I, I I I walked by and I looked, and all three of you in there signing books. I'm like, look at these yeah. guys, man. Good for <laughs> yeah. you. I oh yeah, cool, it, was, it was cool. Yeah. Um, this year we're gonna have some, some cool stuff's gonna be releasing there. I'm not even gonna say what it is or if it is because sure. I mean I'm religiously tracking it left and right, trying to. I mean it's gonna get here like day before maybe. If oh, it don't, goodness. it's okay. But um, no, I don't want to shoot block too quick. But it's yeah. it'll be it'll be a, a hit. I hope. Good, good. I can't wait to can't wait to see it. When are you guys getting in town? Are you getting in Monday, Tuesday? What's your plan? We so we're gonna start moving stuff in tuesday so i mean okay if, i mean i would think we're gonna head up tuesday morning but if we if we see that we're gonna have to figure a bunch of stuff out on the hook we're gonna get there monday night maybe there probably 3 a.m if we're on my time yeah. probably yeah. Late, leave around eight and get there at three. we'll put kids down to sleep probably and leave friday i mean monday night if i had to guess yeah there you go yeah be good i'm that's why i it's I was talking to someone, you know, the, the convention week is my favorite non-turkey hunting week mm-hmm. of the entire year, man. I mean, it's just, it's an absolute blast. Yeah. It's just a big family reunion. I love the energy. I feed off of that, man. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter where I'm at. If I'm at ATA or, or, or NWTF or the Harrisburg show, I love it, man. It's just like, it just gets me all worked up. So mm-hmm. I walked 64 miles really? in Gaylord Opryland last year during convention. That's awesome. We had to do that. Tracking a hundred, a hundred is my goal for this year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Hundred miles, miles, raise a pile of cash, shake a billion hands and smile the entire time. (laughs) My my wife and daughters, they drive down on, I fly down and and then they come in on, on Thursday Mm -hmm. and stay with me. And, um, man, I, and we all drive back. I sleep the moment we leave Nashville (laughs) and it's a six hour drive from door to door. And it's just, I sleep the entire time. I'll wake up oh, yeah. maybe once. It's amazing how much it just like zaps me, man. And it's all, it's, it's pure, harder, adre- pure adrenaline. Yeah. And it, like this year, I'm, I'm pumped because the past couple of years, I've been driving down through Chattanooga to North Georgia and going up is all right. Coming down, there is only one way to get to Georgia from Nashville if you're going to go this way. And you're on some sketchy mountainside coming <laughs> down. And I've got a trailer that is maxed out coming down with a, you know, a, 2014 truck that is on its last leg and i'm like i hadn't slept in a long time and i'm also <laughs> like dude now ain't the time to doze off because it's over yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it's keep city, we ain't gotta worry about that it's pretty smooth drive down here a little longer but i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to the, us being together helping get everything ready because i think yeah. last year about about killed me because i had most of it and they they were able to bring a bunch of the inventory because we still had a lot produced down here you know 
um, from suppliers that are local to where we started, wanted to keep it here. And then Chase would just bring it up there, Sealswood, mm-hmm. to Georgia. And I held it. So NWTF came up about, and it's a, I mean, a stupid route they would have to take to come to Georgia and then back we, up. We did come to Georgia. I, I came to Georgia. Came to Georgia. Yeah. yeah, we both came to Georgia. Yeah. But y'all didn't have the trailer, did y'all? No. Yeah. No, you pulled the trailer. Yeah. So I had to get the trailer ready, and then y'all brought the stuff. But like, most of we were able to keep, well, I think we took like six trucks. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Three more coming here, you know, right. ready yeah. to U-Haul. Um, that's that's freaking route right there. About 60 bucks to get you a U-Haul trailer and just leave it there. Yeah. We left that's a good idea. I don't remember what it was. Oh. I left the keys to, like, the other U-Hauls and one U-Haul that somebody else dropped off. Yeah. And we had, no, that's what it was. We went up there in a U-Haul trailer. This was two years ago. And our buddy Gary Stanton, you know, they have a big trailer for the Muscatown Bloodline mm. to keep all the band equipment in. And he's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, you all expires today. We, I was like, I hope we just sell everything. And he's like, I mean, we'll see our band trailer, you know, pull big and closer. I'm like, deal. We're a check. Yeah. Bill you know, Darn. I was like, no, I'm going to put it back in. Yeah. yeah. And we'll figure we, it out when we get there. Then we turned in the U-Haul with. Yeah. Potential. We think some inventory. Yeah. We let some inventory. In the U-Haul. Um, yeah. When we did inventory, we were missing about. Some sleeves. Yeah. Of sleeves of hats and a handful of shirts. We were like, i bet we left them yeah. in that u-haul as a run get them in an emergency right. like if we sell out like oh my so, gosh and of course we didn't ever have to go get them and yeah. whoever turned i think dad turned in the I u-haul so did. we didn't think to look he didn't think to look in right. it he thought we'd already cleaned it out we hadn't seen it since we dropped the, yeah. the shelves off oh my gosh you guys doing a live podcast down there before convention like you did was that mm-hmm. last year no the no, worst idea i ever had it, yeah. was it really <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because we, we had so much going on to throw that in there. Just, I mean, it was just hard to devote to it and stuff. And just right in the middle of just cram everything, it was it was rough just getting there. Yeah. And also, like, there's so much other stuff going on. I'm like, crap, I want to go to this. We can't, we gotta be, yeah. Find us over this, you know. <laughs> but we're going to do one in Starville, Mississippi this year. And that's the only one. Um, we did one in Auburn, Nashville, and Starville last year. And um, it's, I mean, it's cool, fun. I, I would love to do them again, but it, we just – can only do so much kind of deal. We got to draw a line somewhere. Yeah, that's it. Well, good deal. I I can't wait to see you guys in Nashville, man. Happy uh, happy for your continued success and and uh, what else you guys got coming on, man? Tell people can find you on all the socials at Spring Legion, mm-hmm. right? Yep, at Spring Legion across the board, TikTok, um, Instagram, YouTube, everything. We started to pump stuff out on the YouTube with these new video casts and stuff like that and some hunts yeah. we're going we're going to upload a good bit of hunts from last year that haven't been even full with yet in you know in the next month maybe and then we'll get into doing some more stuff come spring good deal man well gentlemen thank you uh thanks for your time man i really appreciate it guys yeah, thanks for having us all right yes, sir.